Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. So this fellow said, well, I may be wrong, but something's been telling me just to give you, for three days, give you $100. Could you use it? I said, I might. Well, I'll just go ahead and take it anyway, because, you know, maybe you can use it for something. Well, I said, okay, Ben, as you insist, I will. <laughs> it just barely got me by at the moment. <laughs> I was right back then where I was. Needing another miracle. Oh, it's fun to walk with faith. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Will of God in Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. One fellow finally said, well, I don't understand it. Brother Hagin said something just keeps telling me, been telling me for three days to give you this hundred dollars. Could you use it for something? Oh, dear God, could I? <laughs> could I? But I just acted like, oh, my Lord. Well, I might, I said, I, I, I might be able to. <laughs> you know, most folks, th- th- this charismatic group amuse me. They know so little about faith. About all they've got is a bunch of words and bragged did own and a bunch of junk. Don't shout me down now. And you can let something come along, bless their darling hearts and stupid heads. You can let some test come, some trial come. I know because they come to me. I mean, even preachers. Just a bawling and a squalling. I don't understand it. Oh, I know I made all the right confessions. I never told anybody in my life what I was confessing or wasn't confessing. In none of their business. I know I made all the right. I've done everything you said do. That's the trouble. They ought to do, ought to know they're doing what God said do. Amen. And, and, and now, you see, I don't know, maybe we've left the impression. I trust we haven't. God have mercy on us if we have, because we're lying to people. If we've left that impression that if you're going to walk with faith, you're never going to have any struggles, never going to have any trials, never going to have anything, you know, just float through life on flowery beds of ease, drive Cadillacs, you know, ride in airplanes, own your own private jet, you know, walk down easy street. Why, no, if nothing else, you're in this world where Satan's God. He's going to find out. It isn't God, it's the devil. He's going to find out whether you believe what you claim you believe or not. The Bible said, the trial of your faith. See, we hear so much teaching about faith that'll move mountains, and thank God it will. Hallelujah. And when you pray, believe you receive them, and you'll have them, and thank God you will. And we keep talking about getting things, but who's the teaching about the trial? That means test. <laughs> oh, we'd draw back from that. Who wants a test? Well, you students know something about that, don't you? But you don't get out of school without having tests. Amen. And you don't get out of the spiritual school without having tests. And if you flunked your test, you'll come right back over the same thing again next year. I mean spiritually and with God. And you'll keep doing it till you pass that test or you'll stay in the first grade the rest of your life. You getting what I'm saying? 
Man, I didn't mean to say all this. It's all right anyway, though, isn't it? I meant to comment a few minutes. No, the trial of your faith is more precious than gold. Amen. Didn't the Bible say that? Did you ever read that in the Bible? How many of you ever read that in the Bible? What about the rest of you folks? Didn't you ever read the Bible? I'm not going to tell you where it's found, but you can read it. Look it up for yourself. Trial of your faith. Glory to God. Thank God for the trial of faith. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. It's more precious than gold. More precious than gold. Amen. So this fellow said, well, I may be wrong, but something's been telling me just to give you for three days, give you $100. Could you use it? I said, I might. <laughs> well, just go ahead and take it anyway, because, you know, maybe you can use it for something. Well, I said, okay. Ben, as you insist, I will. It just barely got me by at the moment. <laughs> I was right back then where I was, <laughs> needing another miracle. Oh, it's fun to walk my faith. Amen. 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 Fun. Glory to God. Sure, I've been there. I wouldn't teach something to somebody else, you see. But I don't want to leave the wrong impression that you're just going to float through, you know, and just everything's going to just be hunky-dory. Every minute, every hour. No, 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 no. Your faith could never develop. Smith Wigglesworth made some very potent statements. Great faith, he said, comes out of great battles. Great victories come out of great battles. You know, no army could ever win a great battle without a great victory without having a great battle. Great faith, he said, comes out of great trials and great tests. You, you'll never have great faith without having great trials and great tests. Everybody wants great faith, don't you? How many of you want great faith? How many of you want big trials and tests? There ain't no other way to get it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. How come me to get off on that? Well, the Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him, but go ahead and ask him. If two of you agree on earth as touching anything they ask, it shall be done. I said to you, I was talking about this. Last church I pastored, last meeting we had, I began to see things differently. We do things. Remember, I got started off on that by talking about we do things a lot of times just because somebody else is doing it, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. Great followers. But we ought to be careful about who we follow. Be sure they're walking with the Lord. And, and, and so, you know, after I'd got to Baptist Logos, a couple of Pentecostal circles, it's it just sort of, a, sort of a habit with us. Just sort of a... Well, we just did it. I don't know why we did it, because everybody else did it, I guess. For every revival, you'd have a week of prayer. Always a week of prayer, sometimes more. A week of prayer, sometimes fasting. And uh, it finally dawned on me, we're doing this the wrong way. I mean, time you got through with that week of prayer, it was a week of unbelief. Because I'd hear others are praying, and, and you pick up from others, you know. Before you know it, you were praying it. Now, Lord, you know, remove every hindrance. 
Well, if he's going to remove every hindrance before you can have revival, there wouldn't be anybody left in the church. I mean, the building would be empty. I mean, there's none of us perfect. There'd be, there'd be something wrong with all of us to some extent. Are you listening to me? Now, now get everybody out of the way, Lord. We, we, I guess he thought, you know, he had to get everybody had to be perfect before God could ever bless, you know. So get everybody out of the way. I mean, I'd, I'd hear him pray and, and prayed it myself, even if it's me. See, all that if business, time we got through the week, you know, I mean, if anybody did happen to come to the altar, you didn't have enough faith to get them saved or get anything else for them. Because you'd filled yourself with unbelief all the way if. If I'm in the way. If there's something wrong with me. If there's something wrong with the others. If. If's a badge of doubt. And in spite of it, not because of it, in spite of it, God blessed us. One reason was we didn't know any better. Amen. So, this particular meeting, the best one we had in three years there, I said to the people, began to announce two or three weeks ahead before the meeting started, we're going to have a revival now, you know, a church meeting. We call them revival, actually just more of a church meeting or evangelistic type meeting. But I said to them, we're not having a week of prayer. I don't, I started announcing over two, two weekends ahead of time, you see, and on Wednesday night too. Don't pray about the revival that's coming up. Don't pray one prayer. I didn't want them to get the thing all confused. Don't pray one prayer. So then we come to the last Sunday. Now next Sunday night, we're going to start the meeting, you see. So I said to them, now, we're not having a week of prayer. Every one of them, we had a week of prayer. See, if you're not careful, your faith's not in God, your faith is in prayer. I believe in prayer. If you just believe in prayer, it won't work. You've got to believe in God. Prayer is going to get the job done. No, praying's not going to get the job done. God's going to get the job done. Amen? I said amen. Misplace emphasis. In other words, instead of God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, being the God and the source, prayer is your God and prayer is your source. Your faith is in prayer. Your faith is not in the Word. Your faith is not in Him. Whether you realize it or not, there's a technical point there and we miss it. So I said to him, we're not praying. Don't you pray. Secondly, we're not fasting. Don't one of you miss one single meal. Before we'd have two or three days maybe fast, or fast a couple of days. Don't do it. Look at you. Well, now we always have. I mean, we've done that ever since. Well, I know it. But that's just become a habit, just become a ritual with you. A custom, a farm. Didn't mean a thing in the world. Just did it because you had done it, because somebody else did it. I said to them now, we don't have a regular Wednesday night service just like we always do. This coming Wednesday night, Bible lesson, Bible study, we'll have a regular Wednesday night service. Now on Thursday night, the meeting will start Sunday, Thursday night, you start thinking now, I'm telling them Sunday night, next meeting will start next Sunday. Thursday night, everyone that wants to and wills to, you come. Before you come, write down the name of someone on a piece of paper that you'd like to see saved during this meeting you're concerned about and interested in. Now, don't just think somebody, well, now, I know Mr. Jones lived down at the block, in the end of that block, you know, he's not saved. Well, 
you know, oh, you're interested in the lost, all right, but now what great interest do you have in him, you see? He probably couldn't be saved during that meeting anyway because he probably wouldn't even come. Never has come. Write down the name of somebody, if maybe some of you kinfolk, could be your son or daughter, daughter-in-law, Uncle John, Aunt Lucy, that this meeting could reach. Don't put down somebody's name in California. They don't even know we're having a meeting. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Overcoming Prayer Package, which includes the Art of Prayer book by Kenneth E. Hagan and the three CD series from Ken Hagan, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. Both tremendous resources are just $29.95. That's a savings of $6 off the retail price. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's one 1- 888-FAITH-99 Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you're in the Oklahoma City area, come and experience what we call Sunday morning on Sunday night. They're at Rayma Bible Church, 8921 Northwest Expressway, 6 o'clock every Sunday night. We are there. Right. We're having some awesome services. It's not video. There might be a time that we might show some video, but it's live. I'm there. Craig there. Or one of the other associates is there. Yes. And I, I, I got this idea from, uh, you know, people start Saturday night service and so people be free on Sunday. I said, well, let's just have a Sunday night service and people can be free the whole weekend and come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. And so we invite you to come out there and be with us. Join us next week as we begin a new teaching series by Lynette Hagan, Stirred Up to Pray. That's next week right here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.